and welcome to Spirituality Isn't Woo Woo with Amy. I'm your host and today I'm going to speak to Christy from Nuggets of Wisdom on all things astrology from signs to charts to Mercury retrograde. And if you love this episode, please rate and review and let's get into it. All right, so welcome Christy to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you on today. Um, so Thank Christy you. is from Nuggets of Wisdom, and she is an astrologer who, astrologer who is so into birth charts and all things astrology, and she also is a creator of kids affirmation decks, which are to do with mental health and all different little things for kids. So I'd love to hear all about your journey to this point, and thank you so much for coming today. That's okay. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, so my business is called Nuggets of Wisdom. I do astrology readings and teach workshops. And I also, yes, have published affirmation cards for anxiety and mental health. I've got an adult deck and a kid's deck and working on some other cool products as well. But that's been based on my lived experiences with anxiety and OCD. And that's sort of where that has come from. And then the astrology is the service part of the business. Yeah. Amazing. I'm so glad that you're here today. And I'll just preface this this session today, this um, this episode was saying that Mercury Retrograde has been definitely impacting us today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> With our recording and trying to sync up links and apps and all yes. kinds of things. But we're here. Yes. I mean, Mercury retrograde. So when a planet is retrograde, it, it appears to be moving backwards in the sky. It's like the energy of it slows down and Mercury represents communications and technology and messages going from A to B. And when it's retrograde, there can be miscommunications and delays and issues with technology. And so that'll be for the next three weeks. <laughs> so it definitely played <laughs> out this morning and it, I've already noticed it um, since the retrograde period started the other day. So I've noticed it with technology and um, delays on the road and definitely already seen, like oh. noticed it, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm so glad that yeah. you're here. And I'm, I'm as you know, I'm a massive fan of not only astrology, but yourself. And oh, I just thought you. that I would, yeah. And I just thought that I would give the listeners a little backstory on how I found you. So okay. you probably don't even know that. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll get into the chart side of things. But as you know, I'm very much someone who loves to bring people together and community and women. And um, I get a lot mm -hmm. of joy out of that. But um, I believe that I saw you uh, posted something. I possibly saw a friend of mine share your page or something like that. Uh, and yes. Yeah. And I saw that you did birth charts. Yes. And I know there's so much more to what you do, but that was something that I originally saw. And I was really inspired because I had tried to do my own birth chart. And as we all know, who have tried to do that in the past, um, you don't get much info. So you might get your chart and you might get all the alignments of everything. But unless you have someone to dissect the whole thing, it means nothing. Mm. It's, it's tricky unless, yeah, you've really studied or um, look. Yeah, it's a very because the charts are very detailed and complex. 
So I hope that it was helpful when we did have the reading and you were able to yeah. get a better understanding of yourself um, through the chart. Yeah. But, yeah, that's yeah, what I definitely. do. Yeah, definitely. So I reached out to Christy and I just asked her for a personal birth chart, um, which we met at a local cafe. And um, I was really, really surprised by um, so many aspects of my chart because prior to birth charts or astrology in general, I was like most of the population where I know my sun sign mm. and kind of thought that that was all there was. So mm. would you like to maybe give a little quick explanation of maybe the different types, you know, the moon and the sun and, and mm. that sort of thing, just to give people a little taste of just how complex astrology actually is? Yeah, so... When I do a reading, someone ahead of time gives me their date of birth, their place of birth, like the city, and their time mm -hmm. of birth, the accurate time of birth is really important. And then basically a software draws me a map of the sky at that very moment that that person was born. And it shows me the positions of the planets in the sky at that moment. And all of the planets symbolize different things. All of the zodiac signs symbolize different qualities. And then the, the wheel or, or the chart is split up into 12 sections, which are called houses, and they represent different areas of our life. So I'm interpreting what a planet in a sign in a house means for that person. And we are a lot more than So, yeah, when people know their star sign, it is actually the position of the sun when they're born. So it is their sun sign. But we also have a moon sign and a Mercury sign and Venus and Mars and all through the solar system and some other bits and pieces as well. So we are actually a combination of all 12 signs because all 12 signs are in our chart, if that makes sense. Mm. And that's what I really wanted to to get across when we did that workshop recently mm. um, where we brought together 10 women and Christy did their birth charts, which was amazing. It was such a beautiful day and it was really a good way for people to see just how expansive it can be. And, and basically just how much of a rabbit hole it is as well, because mm. there's so many different charts you can do as well. Did you want to tell us maybe a couple of, different sure. ways that fit charts can actually be done as well the best place to start is with the birth chart um but then once you've got your birth chart there are other charts you can draw from there so one of them would be the transits so you would have your birth chart in the center and then there would be another wheel on the outside and that wheel has the positions of the planets like today and then you would kind of look at how the planets in the sky right now are affecting your birth chart planets and those placements. And that can really be telling for what someone is going through at that moment. You can also do a solar return chart. So that's when someone has their next birthday and then you basically take a snapshot, like a new chart of that birthday chart and then it sort of gives you some themes and things um to maybe expect or things to work through for the year following your there's progressive charts <laughs> so that's when you oh wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yes the that's when you like click fast forward <laughs> on your 
birth chart. It's like, so for example, the sun in, in a progressed chart, this is a bit advanced, but the sun moves a degree a year in a progress chart. So I'm 35. I was born a Capricorn, but my progressed sun is in the next sign because I'm 35 and if it moves a degree a day, so when you turn 30, the sun moves into the next sign. So my progressed sun is in Aquarius. And then so then there's some Aquarius stuff that might come up for me. Do you know what I mean? So Yeah, yeah. I think it's always best for beginners to start with their birth chart and like get a good feel for that I still learn about my own chart now Mm. still little epiphanies come up I'm like oh that's why I'm like that (laughs) (laughs) my teacher too like I like to get other people's perspective people with more experience in astrology to look at my chart too because everyone looks at it through their own unique lens too you know yeah definitely and and you're right it's 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 such a as I said before it's such a rabbit hole and that's you know a funny funny way of saying it but mm. there's just so many parts to it and it's kind of like a never-ending journey isn't it to constantly yeah. evolve and learn new things about yourself and yes. a great place to start is a birth chart which we'll get into at the end of how people can find you and get their charts um oh. so I thought I'd ask you a Mm-hmm. on my chart just to explain to people kind of we, you touched on houses you touched on the planets and the signs and things like that so mm-hmm. for someone like myself who loves to bring people together um, has found herself in a you know spiritual type of job and um, all the things that I like to do where on the chart would something like that show with with work Well, your moon is in Aquarius in the sixth house. So the sixth house is like Virgo energy of that house and Mm -hmm. um, which is a health and service sign and it does rule kind of day-to-day work routines and day-to-day rituals and things like that. The moon represents our emotional well-being and what makes us feel emotionally at ease. And for you, it's an Aquarius, which is very much a humanitarian sign and it is all about community and groups. So if you put those little pieces of the puzzle together, you know, you feel emotionally well when you are serving, which is the sixth house, community, which is Aquarius. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. So it's I think with astrology too and learning, basically you're – learning to interpret and understand what all the symbols mean. So if, and then you just kind of put it together like a puzzle. So if the moon represents emotions, Aquarius represents community and the sixth house represents service, you, you know what I mean? You can kind oh, of yeah. it put that together. together. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, played out for you in running your circles and, you know, even like the podcast too, like Aquarius is, is an air sign. It's all about communication and, sharing ideas and whatnot so Mm. it all makes sense (laughs) yeah and that's I believe for me the most interesting part of astrology in in my very limited knowledge but my passion for it Mm. was discovering that I had a moon sign which Mm. funnily enough I've always been very attracted uh as with my friends I'm very attracted to people that share similarities so whether Mm -hmm. that was another Leo whether that was another Aquarian 
um, mm. and just elements. So when I was able to find out about moon signs from you, I was mm. able to really, for me, I felt like I was able to reconcile my emotional personality because yes. the elements of Leo were more as, as a, as a Leo rising, my outward appearance or the way I'm perceived mm. and my, and my personality were Leo, but then I felt this emotional disconnection from the Leo side and yeah. I feel really connected to the Aquarian energy. So that was really, really um, helpful for me to learn. Oh, good. Yeah. Because they're opposing signs. Your sun and your moon are not directly in opposition to each other because the moon is like the, the degrees that they are are a little bit out. But, um, you know, Aquarius is the total opposite to Leo's. Leo is really outgoing and warm, um, fun and adventurous. And then Aquarius energy is more detached and objective and logical and rational. It's like cool, you know, like Leo is yeah, really warm, yeah. but then Aquarius has this coolness to it, you know. So I guess it is about learning that about yourself and then balance, like learning to nurture both sides, you know? Oh, totally. And I feel both sides. And I think yeah. it was just a really nice way to, um, you almost feel seen when you're able yeah. to have a birth chart and see elements that resonate. Or sometimes you see things that might be a little bit triggering, not triggering, maybe that's a bit of a big word, but shows, I guess, some shadows. Yes. Um, which it is, does. Which is really, really interesting. Did you want to maybe talk a little bit about that? About the shadows? Yeah, just how maybe we might might see some areas that, that we need to improve or anything in our birth chart that shows that side of things. Well, astrology does um, point out all facets of ourselves really and it, and it does show the light and every single zodiac sign and planet and house has its light and has its shadow. So, you know, it, it's about balancing both, I think, and recognizing both, but we have like Chiron, for example, which is the wounded healer that would point to our wounds. That's, they're the wounds that we need to heal in this life. And then they say that when we heal those wounds or when we work on them, that's when we're able to share and teach, um, you know, and share our knowledge with others based on our experiences. So your Chiron is in Taurus in the 10th house. So Chiron in Taurus is often wounds around um, valuing ourselves, uh, mm -hmm. self-worth, things like that. And uh, and it's in your house of career, which would be like valuing yourself in your career path, mm -hmm. things of that nature. And then once you've worked on the self-worth, self-valuing themes, then you're able to teach other people about how to do the same for themselves and it's aligned with your career because it's in the career house does that make sense mm. so it's like oh totally yeah it will feel it's like it's really a puzzle isn't it yeah yeah and then the other sort of shadowy aspect I would say is like the eighth house but then also you know where your moon is um it's right on the descending angle the so the ascendant or the rising sign is how others perceive us and how we show up to life how we enter situations in life and then the descending angle which is the opposite and yours is ruled by Aquarius that's the shadowy side of us that's the part of us that we don't see 
And then when we're in a partnership with someone, they show us our stuff. <laughs> so they oh, might. So true. So true. <laughs> you're like this. And then you're like, no, I'm not. But then they like show you or they tell you or they reflect it back to you in their own behavior. So your descending angle is ruled by Aquarius because you're Leo rising, Leo ascending. So you're Aquarius descending. So it's like you might not always see the Aquarian nature of yourself until someone behaves that way towards you or they show you or tell you. They might be like, you can be very detached and you might not notice that about yourself until other people tell you about it. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. Totally. Or we see our, or the mirror, right? Where we see our shadows and someone else. Exactly. Yes, exactly. exactly. So if someone else's uncommitted or flaky nature bothers you, (laughs) you know, that is the quality (laughs) of Aquarius. (laughs) So it could be like, for example, my descending angle is ruled by Scorpio. And I have Pluto on the Descendant. And um, there was this guy one time that was very intense and it freaked me out um, in, in like a dating situation. And my astrology teacher said, are you comfortable with your own intensity? And then I burst into tears because I was not. (laughs) And still to this day, some people tell me that I am very intense emotionally. I just have very big feelings, very deep feelings. And I worry that I'm too much for people. Right. So that's my descending. That's my shadowy stuff that I've got to work through. Like the more comfortable I can be, with that part of myself you know what I mean it won't affect me negatively Mm. so it's like maybe as well you need to accept the Aquarius stuff that you maybe don't like that much you know what I mean of course it's all about bringing it all and integrating it all together isn't it yes yes um so I wanted to ask you um how much belief should we put into astrology because we see a lot of people doing weekly you know stuff in the newspaper or Mm. you know or transits and you know don't do this on this date and let me look at what you should do so from your point of view how much value should people put into these little things that change so often Mm. should we should we completely take it into um into gospel or should we just have a little bit of our own um you know, our own decision-making and yeah. feeling into how we feel and our intuition. And yeah, yes, how, did you yes. want to talk about a little bit about that? Sure. I definitely think people would be wise to trust their own intuition. So if something doesn't make sense, don't worry about it. Don't look into it. I don't read horoscopes. Of my knowledge um, and study that I've done, uh, like it, it just would be we are so much more than our star sign than our sun sign right so it's like that little few sentences that doesn't make sense because you know you've got your moon sign and your venus sign and and so on so i I don't pay attention to those anymore that's not to say anything bad about astrologers who write about that stuff it's just for me personally I, i don't resonate with it now because i know so much about my own chart and how complex it is um, I, I don't know if I would tell people to totally rely on it every day or anything. Like that's the thing. I, um, 
I can't <laughs> really predict or like I can't I don't look at my chart every day either I don't say oh today might be like this do you know what I mean like of course and of then course. and then sort of what's the word so, like self-fulfilling prophecy you know I just mm. sort of go about my life and then if something is bothering me or something is piquing my interest then I'll look at my chart and the transits that's me personally some people probably yeah. do look at their chart every day and that's cool um but I think our charts are really there as like a tool I, I wouldn't say it's like you don't have to live by it and and put all of your eggs in that basket like I just think it's a really beautiful tool it's a storytelling tool it's a symbolic tool you know like the planet's like people would say, how do you know this about me? And I'm like, well, I don't. I just know how to interpret the symbols. Do you know what I mean? So like mm, it could like someone born at the same time as you in the same place on the same day would have a similar chart but a diff- totally different life because of how they're raised, you know, like mm. all the qualities of like every planet sign has about 50 characteristics, let's say, like, They're very detailed. So the way something plays out for you might play out differently for another person. Do you know what I mean? Oh, totally. And that's that's why I wanted to ask that question because I do feel Mm. like a lot of people feel um, they might be a little bit, you know, a toe into astrology and they only know the sun sign. And so they might not identify with just that little piece of information. And that's why I wanted to have you on today because... I found so much value as did the people in the workshop and we will do more in the future. So um, I love so much value. I know it's so much value in learning so many of the aspects. And I feel like you will resonate with some part of that. Yeah. I mean, look, our South node and our North node is, is hugely important. I think like the South node are qualities that we've overdeveloped in past lives. If that is something you resonate with, I personally do believe in past lives. Um, but if that's not comfortable for someone, they have overdeveloped, <laughs> right? So we're all yeah, kind yeah. of just playing out our south node, but really we need to move towards our north node, which is our destiny. So it's like it's like a, we've accumulated a lot of a certain sign from certain lifetimes. But in, in this lifetime, it's like it doesn't serve us. We need to do the opposite. We need to go with the north node, which is directly opposite the south node, and invite that energy so your south node's in pisces in the eighth house so you're very in a way piscean so it's like it has to do with healing alternative healing spirituality um emotional well-being you know it's very creative but then your north node is in virgo which is all about detail see pisces is more chaotic and imaginative and no boundaries whereas Virgo is more logical and um, practical and grounded and well, North Node, you would be you're being invited to step into more Virgo energy you yeah. know what I mean and it's in your oh, second totally. house which is the house of money so it would be about getting clear about money and possessions and values and being organized and grounded and practical about it so we oh, are such yeah. a combination of so many placements and I think it can really help like even though people don't have to like be obsessed with their birth chart on a daily basis right but it really can provide us with a lot of information 
about our emotional wellness, about our spiritual wellness, physical, mental. Mental health is huge as well. Like it's all in there. Career paths, if people are unsure of what career to take, I can look at their chart and tell them where the energy is going to be like best expressed. You know, relationships, family. Yeah, totally. Some people will come just for a career or relationship reading and then I talk about that with them, you know, so it can really be about whatever they want and it can give them a lot of information and self-awareness about their life. And how, how did you get into astrology? Well, I remember I was always into it, even as a little girl. (laughs) I don't know why, probably from my mom or something, but um, I knew everyone's star signs like their sun sign at school and I had my little Capricorn bracelet which was like a crystal bracelet that I was so proud of and like you know showed everyone at school look at my Capricorn bracelet (laughs) and even in high school the first book I the first astrology book I got was called Zodiac by Athena Star Woman and it really dove deep into all the 12 signs and I just remember thinking oh my god this is so true so throughout the years I was always kind of in like curious about it but it wasn't until a workshop I went to at Nature Care College in St. Leonard in I think it was 2016 and it it was like a beginner workshop we talked about the elements of astrology and the four elements and um we that was the first time I saw my chart and I just remember my friends and I our minds were just alone and I just wanted to know more so it was like this introduction to my birth chart realizing that yes I'm a Capricorn but I've also got a Sagittarius moon and Venus Scorpio and Mars Pisces and all these other qualities I just thought I was very Capricorn and that was it I didn't realize I had a bunch of other stuff going on so that's what led me to study and um I you know signed up to a course and have been studying ever since basically and yeah, I love it. Oh, that's amazing. It's always nice just to hear where someone, you know, the seeds were planted. And for some yeah. of us, it's it's at a young age. And then some mm. people, it's just maybe an awakening or just a change of life experience or detour or whatever it is. So it's always really yeah. nice to hear, you know, how how you found it. But um, I'm very conscious of our time. So I wanted to finish up with one more question, mm-hmm. which is what is spirituality to you? Good question. <laughs> um, I love the putting on the spot. Last questions always has to be. You no, know. that's fine. Like I've thought about this many times over the years. Like I feel my spiritual kind of journey or path was awakened when my grandmother passed away when I was 20. That's when I started questioning, what am I doing here? What, what is my purpose? I know I want to help people. I don't know how to do it. You know, that's when I started asking all of the big questions. So that kind of, you know, pain and grief really triggered all of that it like turned a light bulb on you know so for me spirituality is oh it's the lens through which I live my life Mm. so I believe Mm. that we're all connected I believe that we were here before that we'll continue after I believe in an afterlife I believe in coming back again I think it is the stuff that we almost can't really explain, you know, it's, it's this energy that we can't, you know what I mean? It's like, 
Mm. I I try to live my life in a very compassionate way and kind way and seeing that we're all connected. I think spirituality as well as like being accepting of all people and um, being welcoming of different races and gender, gender identities and like, you know, like it just inclusivity to me Mm. is spirituality as well. And like selfing, uh, serving people, helping people, you know, I think it's a very like layered thing, but I think at the end of the day, I just believe that the common thread through all religions and beliefs is love. I guess <laughs> I still have myself going, mm. what are we doing here? <laughs> what is the point <laughs> of all of this? Like, do you know, I think about death at least once a day. Like, I don't know if that's weird, but I definitely think about it. What are we doing here? What's the point of all this? Probably once a day. Does that make sense? Do you do that? Totally. I do. I, I, yes, that, that should be a whole nother topic one day is is that (laughs) I've, I've always been the same. So I've always been someone who was very aware, even at a young age that I'm alive and, um, I'm, I'm, I'm like present in this moment and one day I'm not going to be here and kind of just having a very accepting view of death from a young age versus being scared of it. Um, yeah. very yeah yeah and I've brought this up before with someone and yeah it's 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 a whole nother topic isn't it yeah <laughs> it's, oh, it's very deep that's the thing spirituality yeah. to me is depth me personally I view spirituality as like the holistic self so the yes. self on a whole on a whole and we yes. need all parts of that self to be balanced and we want to work on all those parts of the self. And to me, that's yes. spirituality. That's one element of spirituality. Um, yes, it's agreed. also an awareness of energy. Yes. Um, an awareness of source. So whatever that source mm. is for the person, whether that's believing in lo- past lives or whether that's believing mm. in God or the universe or mm. energy or she or he or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm the same. I have a very deep breadth of what spirituality actually is um and I believe that a lot of people view that word as a religious connotation and to mm. me it's not at all oh it's not at all to me either yeah mm. and so religion it's, it's, to um, me I feel different yeah yep completely different um yeah okay so let's just wrap it up with how people can find you oh um so i have a website nuggetsofwisdom.com.au on instagram it is at nuggets of underscore underscore wisdom um people can reach out in my dms or send me an email if they're interested in me teaching a workshop or having a reading there's lots of info on the website too about the different types of readings that i offer and where to buy the affirmation cards as well. There's an online shop. One day I really want to do an astrology deck as well. So I that's oh, that's in the pipeline <laughs> for one day. Amazing, um, amazing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's I think that's it. And Facebook as well, Nuggets of Wisdom. Oh, and TikTok. But you know, I just post my little things that I when I pull the cards. Um, I think I need to get my. definitely definitely. (laughs) yeah so that's pretty much all all the socials and and my website so yeah thanks for having me you're welcome and I look forward to 
coming up with some ideas for some more workshops because I know people are really loving um, learning and there's so much to, to dive into. Yeah, I can't wait. I love teaching. It really fulfills the Sagittarius moon in me. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much Thanks, for coming same. on. Okay, bye. No bye.